Welcome to Martha Runs the World, a podcast with a new take on running, fitness, and all things health-oriented. I'm Martha Hughes, your host, and each week I present a new topic that is of interest to all runners. Welcome to episode 237 of Martha Runs the World. Thank you so much for joining me this week. I really appreciate you being here. It's so much fun doing my show, and when you join me every week, it's just so cool, and I love it. The show comes out every Tuesday if you're a new listener, and thank you so much. All right, this week, it's all about trying to keep your balance and not fall on the trails while you're trail running. I visit a lot of different running groups on Facebook and other places, and I, especially in trail running groups, and I hear about people falling. Do you always fall in trail runs? Why do I always keep falling? I'm such a klutz. I always fall. Yeah, me too. I, I hear these things a lot, and there's no reason why you should keep falling on the trails. This week, I'll give you ways to keep yourself balanced and strong enough so that you don't fall or at least you don't fall much or as much on the trails. All right? And then just keep uh, listening, and I'll tell you a little bit about how I'm doing on my runs. All right. Some of my some of people's balance problems could be because they're just starting out in trail running, and they don't know the difference between road and trail running. That could be some of the problems. Maybe they don't understand that it, that trail running is a different sport than road running. You don't just zone out and just shuffle along. Many road runners are shufflers, and they don't pick up their knees or pick up their legs or feet as much as they should. And that might be a bit of some of the problems that they encounter when they road run. That could be pro- some of it. And that, that's, trail running is, is different in that manner. So that could be some of it. Another part of it is because they make a few mistakes that I'll talk about that keep them from staying upright and enjoying it. And a third reason is because maybe their core and leg muscles aren't strong enough or agile enough to handle the trails they're running. And that's what I'm also going to help you with as well. Before I cover that, those exercises, I'm going to give you a few tips to help make it, make trails more enjoyable. Go slower on the trails than you would running the roads. It's a different sport, as I said, and you have to go a little bit slower than you would because you have to move your feet and legs more on the trails than you do on the roads. There are things like rocks and roots and different and, and, and uneven trails and much more obstacles on trails than you would find on roads unless you're running the pavement these the unless you're running the sidewalks and stuff in California that aren't taken care of. <laughs> then it's kind of like running on the trails. Look down on the trail more than you would on the road. That doesn't mean staring down on the trail, of course, but look down like 10 feet ahead at you, 
just to make sure you know what, where you're going to be placing your feet, where you're going to be landing, so that you know what to, uh, what to plan for ahead. You want to glance and make sure that you see the rocks, the roots, the uneven trails. Maybe, the, maybe there's a, a creek coming up. Maybe there's a little crack in the road. You don't want to be tripped up by these kind of things. Especially when, if the trails are technical. We don't have a lot of technical trails in the West. We have some, but we don't have them anywhere near like they do in the East Coast. When I hear people say, oh yeah, we have technical trails in the West. Not really. We have some, but we don't have anything anywhere near that they have in the East Coast. Or like Hawaii. Those places have really, really technical trails and you have to watch your footing all the time. It's extremely important. If you want to look at a beautiful view, like the scenery, you're climbing up a hill and the the view is absolutely gorgeous, stop. Stop your running and look at the view. Don't try to run not looking where you're going to step and look at the view. Don't try to do two things at once. I know you think you can multitask and do things brilliantly, but the fact is that multitasking means you do two things not that well. Stop and look at the view. Take a picture. Really, that you want something for Instagram anyway, so take a picture. Stop completely and look. Don't try to do this while you're running. Pay attention when you're running. You have to pay attention. Don't assume that you can just run. The thing is when you're trail running, you have to be intentional with your running. You can't just zombie run like you would in the road. This is a huge way that that trail runners get tripped up and fall is not really paying attention and taking it for granted and not respecting the trail. If you've just come off a particularly tough, steep downhill, don't take your guard off on the easy section. Your legs are tired. You're extremely tired. Your brain is tired from thinking really hard and getting off that really, really steep downhill. This is a section where it's easy to get tripped up. I have fallen. I've only fallen once. Okay, knock on wood, Martha. I've only fallen once. And it was on a really, really flat, easy part, often particularly hard downhill. And if you let your mind not think and you take that little the little flat, easy part off the downhill for granted, you may not see that little rock that's going to trip you up and you're going to fall. So you have to be intentional and you have to watch every little step you take. It's really important. Especially if you're tired from that downhill and you're not thinking right, you have to take every step with intention. You know you're tired, and I know you just want to not think, but you really have to keep thinking. That is the key with trail running. Every step has to be taken with intention. All right, that should give you some tips. Now let's get into the exercises here. Agility exercises. Agility will keep your legs moving, your core strong, and your feet active, even if your brain isn't quite as strong as or active as the rest of everything. Agility exercises not only help with the trail, but they will help your core and your 
your legs move. They're good for your all-around running. It, road or trail, they're just really, really good. Side shuffle. This is really, really good exercise. It may seem kind of dull, but it's excellent exercise all around. It helps with glutes, hips, thighs, and calves. You want to stand with your feet uh, held a distance held hip distance apart so that you want to have them like you're going to do a squat and you want to bend down into a squat position um, you want to ensure that the chest is lifted and the spine is neutral like I said in a squat position you want to move to the right like you're doing a squat move to the right and using quick small steps start with 10 steps go to the right 10 steps and go back to the left 10 steps and you can do two sets of those. Two sets, you know, one to go all the way there and all the way back. And that should do, actually, actually, that's really all you need. If you want to make it a little bit more challenging, you can put an elastic band on your legs right above your knee. And you can do that. And that makes it a little bit more challenging and a little bit of, of a better workout. That's a really, really good one that helps out a lot. I started doing those with my uh, physical therapist, and I still do those to strengthen up my hip and my glute area. Karaoke. I'm sure some of you are familiar with the karaoke. This is a fabulous exercise for all runners. And I used to watch Meb do these in the videos. So I said, if Meb does this, I have to do them. So this is a really good one. This helps core muscles of the lower back, interior adductors, which are the inner muscles of your upper legs. So this is a really, really good exercise. And you stand with legs apart um, about, I would say, a little bit more than hip apart, hip width apart, I guess. Cross right foot over in front of the left foot and step out to uncross feet. Cross right foot behind left foot and step out with left foot and return to start. And I'll have a video on these, each one, to show you what they look like because it's kind of tricky. But it's really fun. It's a fun exercise. You do this in the line and it, it's really cool. This is fun. It's way more fun than the side shuffle, let me tell you. <laughs> but it's it's very effective. Now, those should help re with your agility. With balancing and also agility, actually, if you think about it. These following exercises will help you balance and help you with stability and agility on the trail. The single leg multi-directional tap. This really helps with your stability, balancing, and agility. Say that fast. Stand straight and point toe of the, the other foot out with the leg straight. Point toe front, side, and back with leg straight. So you repeat with the other leg. So point with one leg on the ground, the other leg straight. Point with toe front, side, and back. We'll be right back. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? 
And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG, and we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. Now, you can make this more challenging by placing markers in a circle at 12, 3, 6, and 9 like a clock. Or you could put even more markers there and make it really challenging for your leg. And try not to step on the ground with the leg that's pointing at all and repeat with the other leg. It's, it's a fun exercise. It's, it's really fun. I enjoy that one a lot. Single leg Romanian deadlift. Okay, if you've listened to my podcast at all, you know that this is my favorite exercise. Oh, I love this exercise. It's just extremely fun. Now, you can do it with or without weights. When I'm at home, I do it without weights. When I'm at the gym, I do it with weights. I've talked about it a lot. Maybe over-talked about it, but I, I don't think that's possible is it possible? Is it possible to have a podcast only about single leg Romanian deadlifts? I don't know. But it's really, really cool exercise. It strengthens the glutes, the hamstrings, and the lats. It's just, it's just terrific. I love it. You balance on one leg. So let's say you balance on the left leg. Keep the left knee bent slightly with the back straight while leaning forward on the left hip. So you're going to lean forward and your right leg is going to um, straighten out and go be behind you with the point, the right toe. Your right toe, toes are going to point and you're going to push the left foot into the floor and pull back on the left knee so the right leg is straight behind you. And you're going to balance that for like two three seconds, one, two, three, and then you're going to lower the right leg back onto the floor. Like I said, I'll show you videos, examples of all these exercises so you'll see what I mean. It's just so fun. If you want to um, use weights, you would hold a dumbbell or a kettlebell in the opposite hand as the standing leg. So it's really fun. <laughs> what 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 I like to compare this with is, do you remember those those little plastic birds that had the, the birds that you used to buy that had the colored liquid in them that would bob up and down? That's, that's what it looks like. <laughs> but I love them. They're really fun. And they, they're very effective. And they help the hamstring out a lot. You will feel it in your hamstrings, which is a really good thing because that's a highly neglected area, especially when you're when you're trail running, you really need those hamstrings strong. And that is a way that to get them strong, to keep you balanced on the trail. It's highly effective. Okay, single leg calf raises. These are very simple and they strengthen the entire lower leg portion as well as foot muscles, your ankle, everything like that gets strengthened and helps with this exercise. Balance it on one leg, bring it up to your toes, stand up on your toes, and repeat this action, you know, 10 to 15 times each. Start Maybe start with 10 and then maybe do, I don't know, increase that to 15 each. You don't have to do more than 15. These There's a lot of people who 
just do tons, dozens and dozens, and there's no need for that. Fifteen would be plenty. Standing on one leg for a timed period. Okay, this is interesting. You can stand on one leg and time it for a minute. And everyone should be able to do that. This is with your eyes open. Stand on one leg. And if you can do that easily, that's wonderful. You have very good balance. Now try this. Stand on one leg with your eyes closed. My physical therapist used to have me do this for a minute. Now, I cannot stand on one leg with my eyes closed for a minute without once in a while holding, not holding, but grasping onto something, onto the, the balance beam, the bar that was next to me. I would have to like touch it a few times, every few times, every 10 seconds or so, because I couldn't do it more than 10 seconds. And it was, I knew it was there. I wouldn't like hold onto it, but I'd just touch it just to get my balance back. <laughs> It's really hard. It's really, really hard. Once your eyes are closed, your whole environment is changed. Your whole center of gra gravity, your whole everything is changed. So try that. See how difficult that is to to try to balance something with your eyes closed. Very, very difficult. But it's really, really good training to get your balance down. It really is excellent, excellent training, and I highly suggest doing that. I would say try that with your eyes closed for like 30 seconds if, and then see how long you can go. And if you have to like, I wouldn't say grasp onto the pole or the chair or whatever you have next to you. Just touch it very briefly. Just pop it. Just touch it shortly, a few times and see if that helps. Then just try to Keep your eyes closed and, and uh, but don't do it without having something next to you that you can hold on to because that would be just too difficult, I think. All right. Now, the next one is ladders. Um, I used to do this in the physical therapy, but you don't need, you know, those little plastic ladder things that they put down on the ground, but you don't need the ladder thing, the plastic ladder to put on the ground. You don't need that to do this exercise. You can do it just fine without the ladder. In fact, you can just pretend that there's a ladder there. Or if you're on a trail, you can put little lines and pretend there's a, if you're in the dirt, you can put little lines and pretend there's a ladder there. Ladder exercises are great. They really, really help with the agility and the balance and they help get your feet going like you would on a trail. There's a few different drills you can run in a ladder. The first one is uh, start with your right foot and go two steps in each ladder. So one, two, the right foot first forward, and I would say do ten, ten. One, two, one, two, one, two, and then your way back. Start with the left foot. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, and do that. And each, and each one. Don't. And I would say each each ladder is probably like maybe like a foot long. So they're not big. They're small, so consider that each ladder space is like a foot, so step in each one of those, one, two, one, two, one, two, up, and then one, two, one, two, one, two, back. And I'll show you what the what a ladder is. I'll put a picture of that in the website. And then the next one is uh, do the same thing, but do it sideways, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. And then the third one would be to step in each one, in each space, each ladder space, one, two, and then step outside, one, two. So inside one, two, outside one, two, inside one, two, 
outside one too. I like I said, I'll give examples and I'll put a, a picture of the ladder, but you maybe you can think of other drills that you would like to do with the ladder. They're very, very helpful. They get your feet moving and working so that your feet are much more active. The, the difference between trail running and road running is road running, you're just going in one direction. You're basically doing the same steps over and over and over again. There's no really variation with that. In trail running, your feet and your legs are going to go all over the place. You're going to jump. You're not going to just do straight up and straight down. Usually, you might have to jump over on a rock. You might have to jump this way. You might have to do some some horizontal jumps here and vertical. It's a different sport, as I said. It's completely different. So that's why many people aren't used to that. Their legs and feet get tired, and they're not paying enough attention, so that's why they fall a lot. So hopefully this gives you some tips and some clues and some help and do a couple of those drills. Do that two or three times a week and that should help you out a lot. All right, now, my running. Boy, am I having so much fun. I've been doing my run walks a few times a week every other day, as I promised, and it's coming along very nicely. I had a really, really good run walk yesterday. The weather was beautiful out in San Francisco. It was low 70s. It was just wonderful. I felt great. I was able to get in my run walk. I volunteered at a race on um, Saturday. I was up in Napa all day in the sun all day. I will write about that in the blog on Thursday. So if you want to read about that, it's at MarthaRunsTheWorld.com. All the information about today's show will be on the website when I get up on Tuesday. Usually, if you hear this and you're on the East Coast and you are hearing this like at 6 a.m. your time, I am not up yet because that's 3 a.m. my time. So just give me a a few hours to get that up on the website. (laughs) If you want any information, just come back and read it because I do not get up at 3 in the morning. (laughs) All right. Anyway, so um, yeah, I got got it in and Everything's going well. I'm moving towards running a little bit more every time and, and feeling good and, and things are just, it just makes me happy. Um, I'm just, every time I go out, I feel happy. <laughs> it's wonderful. So things are going quite nicely. Hopefully they will continue to go nicely as I move towards doing more running and less walking. And so, yeah, we'll see. Well, everything, like I said, everything is on the website. Now, I wanted to let you know my race schedule for the rest of the year is I have my next race isn't until September. It's, I'm going to do the ride to walk again this year. I am going to try to do more miles than I did last year. Kind of was disappointed with my miles, but I do want to do more this year. I would like to do at least a marathon worth, a marathon's worth. We'll see. But I'll try to do that. Then I'm going to do the Golden Gate Half Marathon in early November. I am going to run the five-mile turkey trot on Thanksgiving. And then I'm still up in the air about doing the Hunter S. Thompson Fear and Loathing 50K in December. I'd like to do that, but we shall see. I did already register for the 50-miler in February in Boulder City. Nevada. So I'm going to do that. That will be my first 50 miler. So I'd really like to do that 50K in 
December if possible. I'm going to wait to see how I feel in August to sign up for that. If I do it, I'm going to do it because last year I signed up to do it. And then, of course, I couldn't because of my hip. And then I signed up to volunteer for it. And then the day before I was supposed to volunteer, I got COVID. So it was terrible. Just terrible. I mean, talk about bad timing. Gosh, I felt so bad, too. I know he thinks that I'm a total flake. And the, the, the race producers probably think, oh, my gosh, she's such a flake. She's so awful. But I couldn't help it. I felt so bad. I wanted to volunteer, and I just couldn't. I had COVID. I couldn't be out there. So I have... I felt really, really bad. So if I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I mean, that's <laughs> that's the thing. If I'm going to sign up for it, I want to be there. So I'm going to wait a f- few more weeks and see how, how my training is going before I sign up. So that is it. And thank you so, so much for joining me. I truly appreciate it. I always appreciate you. Everything, including all the videos I'm going to try to include, all the videos for the exercises hopefully there are videos for them on the website of martha if you want to email me please do so at martha at gmail.com and everything is there for you on the website anyway so let's uh let's go run and until next week let's tie up our shoelaces and go for run